Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a, another episode of Running on Scuffs. We've got a great show for you guys tonight to round out our season. And we've got a full team full of, uh, full of wonderful faces here for Running on Scuffs. Um, and uh, we're going to be uh, breaking down the championship weekend for you guys, and we're going to be previewing what we've got for the offseason, and we're going to be uh, be getting ready for uh 2023 so uh let's start with some introductions we've got a few more than we typically do but of course we'll always start with ladies first our lovely producer peyton how are you doing tonight i am shook by our champion disappointed by our champion but i'm okay you're shook by the champion come on shook are you shook that Ryan Blaney? Are you shook that Ryan Blaney still didn't win? Ryan Blaney <laughs> still didn't win. Just like now. Thank you, Logan. Uh, just <laughs> had to, he, he had to rub that one in there, uh, Logan. Since you since you're uh, very talkative tonight, well, how are you doing? It sounds like you're. Uh, you're you're uh, uh, ready to to debate some. You're a little fired up already. God knows I am. Uh, you know it's uh, great to be back. Look at all these beautiful faces. Uh, some old and some older. Uh, you handsome gentleman, you. Uh, so, but great to have both of you on the show. Great to be on the show. And and it's almost like the last day of school. People put a smile on that face and and let's just uh, try to forget who the champion is. I think it's a it's a little bit different than the last day of school though. Like this is more of a sad feeling. Like this isn't getting out for summer. This is uh, we enjoy our season here for for running on scuffs. But I, it, I it think is it's like that last day of high school before graduation. You know, like am I ever going to see yeah, these people again? I know it's going to be. Luckily for uh, for us and uh, all of you guys who are on who are watching tonight, uh, you guys will be seeing us for for hopefully weeks and, and months and years to come. So, uh, Dan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Um, my championship pick did not win. Um, I'm not bummed out, uh, unlike Miss Lore. But uh, I I think it was a, a deserving champion. Um, he definitely dominated the race and, and, uh, and did a great job there with his team overall. But uh, not who I would have picked personally. Well, I uh, I would have to uh, to agree with you that my uh, that at least after I watched practice wasn't who I picked. My original pick did win the championship, but I ended up going with Chastain after watching practice. But uh, Mike Daphner, you are you're here joining us this evening. Uh, the Daph stats last week said Chase Elliott was going to win the championship, and he looks like he kind of had a shot, and then uh, you know a little contact with Chastain there. Uh, mess that up for him. What were what are, what were your thoughts there? Yeah, the stats didn't account for Ross Chastain existing. Um, I don't know how much I can really uh, say on uh, our champion with uh, keeping this PG rated. So I'm just going <laughs> to shut my mouth. Fair enough. And last but not least, my fellow dipstick Zach. How are you doing tonight, my my good friend? Fantastic. 
you know, I did not pick Christopher Bell, but I did bet on Joey Logano and some other avenues. So I'll say that as a wise as a wise man once told me, follow your heart and your heart will always be happy. Put your wallet on the other half and your wallet will be happy. Fair enough. Fair enough. We've, uh, like I said, we've got a great show for everybody this evening. It's going to be, uh, we don't have quite as many segments as we typically do. One thing it was, uh, I was looking at our script and it, it does feel kind of weird to not have a, uh, a race preview segment for our script. It's kind of weird, but we do have something in place of it. So we will be getting to that. But first of all, we've got uh, a race review to get to. Um, and, Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you watching, uh, let's let's take this ride one more time. Let's let's go through the rundown here on Running on Scuffs. Peyton, if you'll hit us with a race review. Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, all of our all of our 2022 season came down to this, gentlemen. It was all about uh, crowning a champion, and we were able to do that for three series. Um, and we're going to uh, to talk about those championship races. Um, and I, I got to be honest, it's uh, pretty much as the title of the episode says, Domination in the Desert. It seems like for all three series, that was pretty much what it was. Uh, all three champions qualified on the pole. Uh, and all three uh, three champions ended up leading the most laps and and ultimately relatively dominated their races. Uh, starting off with the truck series, uh, Zane Smith finally gets himself a championship after making it to the final four three times. Uh, you know, they say third time's the charm. Um, Zane Smith, a, a really happy, uh, happy win for him. Um, Logan, what were your thoughts on, on Zane Smith winning a, a truck series championship for the first time? Well, look, I think it's a, obviously it's a huge moment for, for Zane Smith, but but most importantly, perhaps, and I don't mean to put down Zane Smith at all, how about the first championship for front row? I mean, all the work that Bob Jenkins has done and that entire team, just a huge moment. I don't think you can overstate how big it is for an entire team. Again, I'm not trying to put down Zane Smith. It's huge for him, too. But, I mean, to have front row on any level be a, a championship team is something that, it felt like a long shot not that long ago, and it just it just goes to show that they're on the upswing, and uh, really, really special moment. And frankly, I thought you could make a great argument that the Truck Series produced the best race of the weekend, uh, and that's and so so props to to the young guns there. But good for Zane Smith. You know, you hate to uh, you know all the guys were in, in the conversation. Ty Majeski had some some bad luck late. You know, you're just going for it as it gets later and later in the aggression. The aggression goes way up. Um, but, you know, really a great race overall. And uh, I I think it gets you set for a big-time battle in 2023. I think all those guys are really going to be uh, back at it again. And there's a lot to look forward to. And, and, and keep your eye on Front Row Motorsports. Yeah, that's one thing that I, I liked about the, about the Truck Series playoffs is I think a lot of the drivers that are – that were in the truck series playoffs this year are, are still going to be there next season to compete. Uh, we don't know necessarily what John Hunter and Imitech's plans are, but certainly for those final four, I think they're going to be back in the truck series next season and, and we'll have yet another fun championship battle. Uh, it'll be fun to see Zane Smith uh, run some cup races for front row, starting with the Daytona 500 
uh, next year. That'll be fun. Ryan, I saw your comment. Uh, thank you for tuning in once again for uh, one more show. I know you're happy. The 20, uh, 2022 Cup Series champion, the 22 and 22. Uh, we'll get to that here in a, here in just a moment. Um, a happy uh, Ryan is a it's a tough moment. For me. <laughs> but, but you know what? I told I told him the other night. I said, "You've won the battle, but you have not won the war." All right, we'll be back again. So uh, good for Hi. you, Ryan. I'm sure your head is is just now starting to calm down from the partying you've probably done thanks to your boy uh, Logano. Yeah, I, I would say so. It was a crazy, crazy uh, fun weekend for Logano. And I just noticed recently he landed in L.A. to start his championship media tour. So um, that was fun. Uh, Zach, uh, let's talk to me a little bit about the Xfinity championship race. Ty Gibbs, against all odds, was able to beat the three junior motorsports drivers, and he was able to get his first Xfinity Series championship. I yeah, suppose it's, um, I suppose it's only as well because maybe most likely his only Xfinity Series championship. But you know, I think that a lot of the week, um, people were really looking forward for the JRM guys to to literally go after Ty Gibbs and, and maybe even Brandon Jones. But kudos to Dale Jr. for laying down the law around JRM and making sure that this Xfinity Series championship was one on the track amongst the drivers and, and not through any, you know, Bush league moves. And obviously with the events that end up happening on Sunday, of course, like I think it changes a lot of the way that we, we feel about that championship, but even uh, coming away from it Saturday night, it's not like Ty Gibbs did anything dirty to win the race. He, he ran a perfect race and, you know, at the end of the day, the best car won, um, you know, kudos to Noah for having class and going up after the race. And, and, and you know, uh, all of those guys, I think there's a lot of underlying respect throughout the Xfinity series. And I think that a lot of the scrutiny from someone like Noah Gragson, I know he's very open about his scrutiny of Ty Gibbs in the media, comes from a place where Noah recognizes his talent. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you don't want a talented driver like Ty Gibbs to necessarily always be making mistakes and stuff that aren't the most appropriate for his team and everything, but kudos to kudos to the JRM guys for making it a classy fight and kudos to Ty for doing the same thing, you know, um, a really, really great day for, for the, for the Xfinity series as a whole, I think. Yeah. I, I appreciated how clean of a fight it was for all, for all parties involved, especially after everything that had, had happened at, at Martinsville last the weekend before. So, um, you know, everybody was, was clean. It was a clean championship fight. And ultimately Ty Gibbs was the, was just the best car, the best driver all day. And, and he came away with the championship. Um, obviously it means a little bit more now after, after the, the weekend uh, played out and we'll get to that a little bit later in the show. Um, but nonetheless, it was it was a fun, fun race. Uh, the Xfinity guys with Ty Gibbs and Gregson and Allgaier had a really good fight there at the end uh, for that last 50 laps or so. Uh, and Ty Gibbs was able to get the championship. So um, with that being said, we come to the Cup Series. And Ryan, I know you're I know you're watching. And I know you're happy about it. We, we alluded to it. Joey Logano 
<laughs> I've been jamming out to We Are the Champions all day. Um, a two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion, Joey Logano, he joins Kyle Busch as the only active multi-time champions uh, in the sport running full-time. So uh, Kyle Busch and Joey Logano, both two-time champions. Dan, I want to give this one to you. Uh, what were your thoughts on the cup race, and what do you think about Joey Logano being a two-time champion? The race itself was kind of boring, not going to lie. Um, I mean, it was Logano and Logano and Logano. Oh, wait, hey, Ryan Blaney's there and Logano. Um, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't really entertained. I wasn't really, you know, ex- ex- exciting. You know, finish didn't come up about it. Um, Overall, like I said earlier, I do think uh, Joe Logano is a good champion. Uh, he definitely, you know, deserved the win at the race and to uh, to win the championship out of those four at that race. Um, I just feel like overall the race wasn't anything special. But uh, kudos to the 22 Penske team. Um, just not really, you know, the best race in my opinion. Interesting fact, and and we can you know accredit this to the next gen car. We can accredit it to Phoenix or whatever. But for the first time uh, ever uh, since the elimination style playoff format has has come up, the uh, second place driver in the race was not a the second place championship contender. Uh, we've had it where the eventual champion still has won the race every season, but the second place driver was not the the second championship contender. So it ultimately it just felt like uh, Joey Logano, as far as the championship battle was concerned, Joey Logano, the whole race was just head and shoulders above the rest. Uh, Ryan Blaney, you mentioned it, Dan, Ryan Blaney had a bit of a run on him. Uh, and I think Ryan Blaney probably could have passed him there towards the end, but Chastain started to get a run. And I think they decided maybe it would be better for Blaney to be in between them. Um, but yeah, I, I think, Ultimately, Joey Logano just had the car to beat. And for what it's worth, Ryan Blaney did vehemently deny that on the uh, post-race show on Peacock. He 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 said he wanted to pass him and didn't. I mean, he was he seemed very genuinely pissed off if you watch his post-race interview. Agreed. Yeah. And that's and that's very possible too. It maybe Joey Logano just you know was saving a little bit there at the end and just had an extra gear that he he went up to you know, but. The whole day he was he was head and shoulders above the rest. There was an incident between Chase Elliott and Ross Chastain that kind of ruined Chase Elliott's chances um, on a on a somewhat late race restart uh, in stage three. Uh, Ross Chastain was able to get a nose underneath of Chase Elliott, and Chase Elliott came down um, and then ended up having contact. And Chase Elliott went in the inside wall, and that ended up ruining his day uh, and his shot at a championship. So uh, tough, tough times for for Chase Elliott and, and Chase Elliott fans, I'm sure. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Joey Logano walks away with his second cup championship. Two times Joey. Logan, what about sliced bread? Is he, uh, is he living up to that mantra? You know, I don't know if he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, as, as Mark Martin uh, once coined him, but he's been pretty doggone good. Uh, there's no denying that, it, as unfortunate as it is. Uh, y- you know, good for him. Uh, he's been a – he's been a, I mean, he's had a Hall of Fame career, and he's only 32. I mean, that's pretty incredible, really. Uh, the fact that he's the veteran of this championship for 
just tells you where we're at as far as the youth movement in NASCAR. It'd be a just good time to get that much older. Good. It'd be a, it'd be a good time to get the uh, Gillette Young Guns Part Two out uh, if we're if we're looking for good advertisements. It's it's a good time. Uh, but yeah, I, I have to echo Dan's sentiment. It just it, it you know it was frustrating that that he was definitely the car to beat. The one thing. Uh, and not that he was the car to beat, but it just that he was so head and shoulders class of the field. It has nothing to do with my views on him personally at this moment. It, it, the one thing I will say is this this race kind of ended the conspiracy theorist of, hey, one through four is always going to be one through four. And so that was cool to see because uh, it's been under this format. It's been I, – I know that uh, last year I think was also an exception, the, the uh, fourth place finished fifth place. But overall, there's been a conspiracy theory that the, the top four are going to finish one through four. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad that didn't happen, even though that, that suffered, uh, obviously, Chase Elliott's chances especially. But, uh, yeah, there wasn't too much to write home about with this race. Uh, you know, Eric Jones gave it a shot to try and shake things up, making a, making a tire call that, that I know that uh, at one point, Mr. Seeger, you weren't too happy about. But, all right, I uh, just had to point that out. So yeah, good for good for Joey Logano. He's earned it, and and that's that's great. You know, it, it no matter what, no matter who it is, it is special when you book in the season. He won the first quote unquote race with the Clash, and then he wins the the final race of the year nine months later. Kudos to him, and uh, the the captain and company show no signs of slowing down. Yeah, overall, I mean, it really just seemed to be Joey Logano's year. Uh, I, I mean, you could argue, you know, other drivers on track, but I mean, even off track, you know, Joey Logano uh, and and wife Brittany enjoyed a uh, a third a third uh, child uh, shortly after the clash. He was able to win the clash. He won the first race at Gateway. I don't, um, I don't think he, I don't think he dumped him, Ryan. I, I think that was a true. I think it was a true misjudgment. I don't think there was any ill intent there. I really, don't I would. I would agree with that. I think, uh, honestly, I think it, I'd give it a little bit more to chase. Uh, yeah, he made a, I he think, came uh, down. Yeah. You know, and I don't blame either one. I think it was more of a, I think it was more of a Carl Edwards 2016 type move. I think it was getting late in the race. You got to defend every, uh, every spot. And if you're Ross Chastain or, or in the 2016 case, Joey Logano, you can't, you can't let off and lose that momentum. You just got to go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one final thought on Logano. I apologize for cutting you off, Justin, but I th- I wanted to touch on this and had forgotten about it a moment ago. Let's not forget uh, Logano faced some adversity this year. All can aside, by Logano's standards, he had a pretty pedestrian summer. He went through a, a stretch there for for five or six weeks, where uh, where Joey Logano was running top fifteen. You know, nothing nothing special. You know, he he, he was kind of going through the doldrums, if you will. So let's not forget that. And then obviously, as he's been known to do, he you know had that pedestrian summer and then got the momentum going right at the right time and obviously has taken it home for a championship. So, yeah, it was his year, but let's not forget his summer probably was let, let, left a lot of things to be desired for him. Well, you know, in a season where we had 19 different winners, it was, you know, it's tough. You know, that summer, a lot of those summer weeks, we were thinking Chase Elliott might as well be a lock for – because he was he was winning multiple races in a row, so uh, you know it's just like you said he, he got hot at the right time. Uh, Chase Elliott got really hot during the summer, and ultimately his playoffs just really weren't that anything to write home about besides the Talladega win. So, um, nonetheless, uh, don't worry, I, I'm uh, going to get to to Mike and and Zach. Mike, 
in the most PG way you can possibly uh, give to us, uh, what's the uh, what were your thoughts on Joe Logano's uh, second championship? I mean, it was really a dominant race, as much as I hate to say that. Like, at, from start to finish, I mean, like Dan said, other than a few instances where it's like, oh, Blaney's there, it was all Joey Logano. And unfortunately, I just got to give him a hat. Hats off to him. Absolutely. Uh, Zach, I see you uh, wearing Kyle Bush's. Uh, Kyle Bush's jersey, or not really a jersey, but shirt there. Um, it would be remiss if we if we didn't mention that that was Kyle Bush's last race in the 18. Kind of an end of an era type thing for for that. Um, so, Zach, give us your thoughts on Joey Logano's championship uh, and and uh, even Kyle Bush's final race with uh, with Joe Gibbs there. Yeah, um, you know, kudos to Joey Logano. I. I uh... I don't think anybody on this panel would have put him down as either their their sentimental favorite. You know, nobody's heart was pulling for Joey Logano. But when I look back on this season and the events of Sunday, right, like we will call it the passing of Coy Gibbs and stuff, I think Joey Logano is a true neutral winner um, and that he does not please most of the fan base. But I also – I don't know a lot of people don't necessarily like Joey Logano, but, like, he's, he's not going to trigger people the way that – Chase Elliott or um, or Ross Chastain necessarily do, and uh, Christopher Bell. If he had won that race, I think it might have uh, broken down the entire um, the entire the entire internet. You know, the entire NASCAR world would have broken down had had Christopher Bell won that race. I think. Um, but you know, Logano uh, for a season of so many highs and lows, uh, it's kind of an interesting interesting note to end it on with the Logano Championship. Like truly, just a uh, a very monotone note, you know, just right there. Um, and then as for Kyle Busch, it was a very um, sentimental day and, and a hard day for a lot of us Toyota fans like myself. Um, and uh, seeing seeing Kyle Busch, someone who I've I've rooted for for a long time, you know, since he was a rookie in, in 2005 and everything, and seeing him leave a car that I think he so clearly defined and dominated and defined an air in with a sponsor and a team um, and seeing him and Denny Hamlin like one more time as teammates was really quite emotional to see. I'm getting emotional, emotional thinking about it now. Um, the end of an era, right? And he said it best and yeah, good luck to Kyle in the future and, and good luck to JGR as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that kind of wraps up our, our race review segment. We've uh, we've kind of gone through uh, our thoughts on the championship. Uh, I think again, I think the title of this episode really kind of puts it all into perspective. Domination. I mean, and all three champions really did do that for their respective series. So congratulations to all three champions: Zane Smith for trucks, Ty Gibbs in the Xfinity series, and Joey Logano with his second championship in Cup. Uh, with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna move on to our next segment. We do have some news uh, stories that come out uh, over this past weekend and the past week. So, uh, Peyton, if you'll hit us with a feel goods uh, segment, and uh, I have to say, um, Dan, you kind of mentioned this when we started. Uh, it really, as far as our, especially with our first feel good, there, there's nothing feel good about this. Um, it kind of, you know, it is very not fitting to, to even call it that. Um, 
Saturday night or, or early Sunday morning, uh, Coy Gibbs, father of, of Ty Gibbs and uh, son of Joe Gibbs, uh, passed away at 49 years old. Um, so uh, real quick, before, before we talk about that, I want to go ahead and, and have just a quick moment of silence for Coy. And uh, our, you know, Coy Gibbs has always been a part of, of Joe Gibbs racing and, and has been a part of the, you know, he's done so much for everybody at Joe Gibbs racing. And, and that's just his, his business side. Um, you know, obviously a father to, to Ty Gibbs and, uh, and a son to Joe Gibbs. So, it, and just for it to happen so suddenly, uh, I'm, I'm getting emotional now just, just talking about it. It is uh, truly saddening to to have that loss. And it really kind of put a, a damper on the championship feel of the weekend because we couldn't even really enjoy it the, the way because, you know, death is, is no respecter of, of youth. Death is no respecter of, of time. Um and uh, it, it's just, it's truly saddening. Uh, and, and if I can say anything on a personal note, um, Mama Seeger, thoughts and prayers go out to the family and to the entire JGR team. Absolutely. Um, if I can say anything on a personal note, if, if this says anything, um, you know, always spend time with your families, um, you know, and, and always, no matter what happens, you know, fallouts or whatever, I don't know. Certainly don't pretend to know everybody, uh, everybody's family scenarios, even on this team. Um, but, you know, always, always take time and, and spend it with your families because um, you never know when, when something like that will happen. So uh, a very, very uh, somber and sad story, tragic to, uh, to start off our, our segment for news here. Um, I, my heart goes out to to Ty Gibbs, especially uh, the roller coaster of emotions that he had to have had from winning an Xfinity Series championship Saturday uh, afternoon, Saturday evening to the next day, um, your father passing. Um, and uh, due to respect of the family, that's all we're really going to say about it. Um, but, you know, our again, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, the Gibbs family and everybody at JGR. Um, Steve Letarte was also absent uh, from the championship race uh, after having an emergency appendectomy. Uh, Steve Letarte is okay. Uh, he is he's doing well. Uh, uh, his surgery went well and he was he was fine Sunday. Uh, but thankful to to all the hospital workers there uh, to get him on the on the fast road to uh, recovery. Uh, so we missed Steve Letarte in the championship race, but so he was very, very missed. Um, so with that being said, we do have a few uh, feel-good stories to, to talk about. Uh, we have Jimmy Johnson. Uh, you guys uh, might remember him. Uh, Seven-time NASCAR Cup Series champion is uh, is coming back to uh, – to join in, uh, Petty GMS as a as a co-owner of that team, 
And uh, he's even going to run part-time with the team, including the Daytona 500. So that'll be uh, really cool. Logan, I got to give it to you. This is this is your team. It's you're a petty guy. You love it, and I I gotta hear your thoughts on this. Jimmy Johnson's joining Petty GMS. What are your thoughts? Um, there's one you don't have on your 2022 bingo card. <laughs> I mean, that's who in the hell saw that coming? We saw the news uh, late last week that had come out from uh, uh, Bianchi of the Athletic, Jordan Bianchi. And then to to see it Friday, everybody at the table in the in the media room at Phoenix, pretty surreal. Uh, look, I'm you can't help but be excited. You know, another seven time champion joining the fold, and and what uh, attention he could bring. Is it? Here's the best thing about it, in my view. I grew up a Jeff Gordon fan, so watching Jimmy Johnson kind of replace Jeff Gordon as the Golden Boy. Um, absolutely uh, irked me. Uh, boy, Pierce, uh, Pierce Vlogs. I, I don't, I don't know, but I'm not sure I'm gonna get behind that particular <laughs> campaign. But that's all right. Uh, God bless you. Uh, at this point, uh, here's the here's the coolest thing about it in my view. Uh, because again, I have conflicted emotions on Jimmy Johnson. Now I got to root for him because, as I always tell Peter, got to support the team that he gets to end his driving career in front of fans is what is I'm most looking forward to. Remember he ended his full-time career and in the COVID year of 2020 with the uh, odd schedule and almost nobody there. And I know they had a, I believe a partial crowd at Phoenix that year. Uh, you know, he went, I don't know if he'll drive in 2024, 2025, whatever, that's probably TBD. But if this is his final year in NASCAR as a driver period, he gets to hopefully go out in front of a packed house. And that's, that is, he deserves that more than most. Uh, and frankly, everybody deserves that. But if anybody does, it's him from an ownership side. I don't, I don't know what experience he brings because let's be honest, he wasn't on an owner at uh, Rick Hendrick. It was Jeff Gordon that owned his car. We all, we all know. Um, it, it's odd that he had, that he had conversations with Hendrick and they couldn't get this thing kind of worked out. I don't know if, Jeff Gordon wasn't one to give up one of his shares, or because let's let I me mean, let's call a spade a spade. It's very very cool. Don't get me wrong, but but it is perplexing when when Jeff Gordon uh, and 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 Hendricks had talks and they couldn't get it worked out. Just 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 strange. Uh, it's going to be kind of similar to seeing I don't know Brett Favre play for the Vikings or now Tom Brady plays for the Buccaneers. You know, just one of those one of those scenarios where uh, Jimmy Johnson is going to actively compete on and off track against. Hendrick Motorsports. That is so, so strange. Um, well, a part of that, though, I think maybe the fact that you can only have four four cars now, so well, Jimmy wouldn't be able to run for Hendrick anyways. So, I, I mean, I view it as he's going to go, you know, hook up with 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 Petty GMS, mm -hmm. and will there be an alliance now with Hendrick? That's just my thoughts. Well, we'll see. Uh, I, I know that as you know, we they still have the RCR alliance as of now, and we'll see what comes to. Um, I, we expect more news to 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 trickle out uh, over the off season, including uh, potentially a name change. We'll see what happens there. Um, Bob said they're they're considering it, so it. Uh, we'll see what happens on all that. On the driver side, again, besides, and I'll close with this: besides the fact he gets to end his career in front of fans, hopefully. Uh, I don't have high expectations. Yes, it'll be cool. It, you know, I, I, you know, I'll go out and buy some merch because I got to support the petty team. 
But let's not forget the last two or three years he wasn't quite the same, and now he's really behind the eight ball because it's an entirely different car. So, uh, you know, it's going to be cool. I hope he has some cool moments left in him, but but I don't have high expectations on the driver's side. This is much more of a long-term game, and, and, and we'll see. I, I guess when you look at Petty GMS as a team, and I'll close with this, you can say one word, whole lot of nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, definitely some nostalgia there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Jimmy Johnson can do uh, as an owner. I'll be interested to see if he even – really plays the owner role uh all that much um dan foster coming yeah, in you from the, right here and i'm all right that'd be, hey, let's, let's go get all the, you guys will get so many pictures you'll wear some cowboy okay. hats god i'll be excited breaking the fourth wall here for for a minute uh that like completely made me do a double take i was like dan's commenting on on our show like he's He's right here, but I'm like Visa everywhere you want to be. Dan's watching our show even when he's on the show. We need to, we need to have the have the same uh, the, That's the dedication, same. sir. That's, absolutely, uh, we appreciate the dedication from from all our viewers, including Dan. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, Dale Junior. and uh, uh, Junior Motorsports, as well as Carson Quapple, uh, announced uh, a partnership with. Uh, uh, Bass Pro Shops uh, to sponsor Carson in uh, a lot of late model races and Dale Jr. in not one but two Xfinity Series races next season. No, 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 no. It's one Xfinity race from Bass Pro. It's okay. One. one from Bass Pro. He's doing Pro, the other one is still his Hellman's okay. Unilever deal. They are, yeah, that's right. They are sponsoring one, but he is running right, two. It'll be all right. Yeah. Yes. Thank you to Zach for, for keeping me straight on that. He is, I just uh, want to chime in real quick. Dan commenting on our post is why Dan for president 2024. <laughs> well, I, 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 I am legally old enough now just to let you guys know. So you never uh, know. Yeah. 2024. Hey, I might guys, be your man. Uh, hey, you guys... in 2024, I'll be old enough if you need a running mate. Hey, when you guys go to the ballot box, just remember uh, Dan Foster is always an always an option. Uh, nonetheless, uh, so yeah, thank you for keeping me straight on that, Zach. Uh, Dale Jr. is running two races in the Xfinity Series next season. Uh, he has not announced which tracks those are, um, but nonetheless, he will be running two Xfinity. So, double the appearances that we get to see Dale Jr. on track. So that'll be cool. Uh, and then our final piece of, of news is uh, KBM. Uh, obviously, they are making the switch to Chevy, like we've speculated. Uh, Chase Purdy and Jack Wood are going to be uh, – well, actually, Chase Purdy is going to be their full-time uh, driver. And then uh, Jack Wood is going to be what they called a, quote, anchor driver for that kind of all-star 51 truck. Um, and he's. they said he would have a minimum of – 10 races uh in that so other races of course will be run by uh by kyle bush there have been other cup and xfinity drivers that have been you know that have approached kyle bush about running that 51 truck so we'll see how that plays out including jimmy johnson uh yeah that was also thrown out as a potential uh jimmy johnson where all of a sudden jimmy johnson he's just come back and uh, just decide to do everything potentially. So 
Uh, we'll see if that plays out for, for Jimmy and the trucks, but uh, a lot of, a lot of fun potential opportunities for drivers in the truck series uh, for, for KBM now. Um, so that's our feel good segment. Again, not all of our, all of our stories were feel goods, but nonetheless, uh, that was our news for this week. Uh, despite our another little small one with the Kyle Busch motorsports announcement, uh, what was Nick, that? San- Nick Sanchez and rev racing are partnering with KBM for a full-time run. That, that is true. Uh, that is true. Nick Sanchez does get a full-time uh, opportunity with Rev Racing in the two truck to uh, to run. Uh, really cool because Nick Sanchez has really outperformed his equipment in the uh, in the Xfinity series this year and uh, the opportunities that he's gotten. So really cool uh, opportunity for him as well. He ran well. top five for a lot of the first stint of the Xfinity race this weekend. Yeah, he he did, uh, and he qualified really well as up there. Uh, so, yeah, thirty fourth, I think. Yeah, so really good for for him. That's he's our goods. He's also just got an awesome name. <laughs> <laughs> like that name just sounds like the cool guy in high school, Nick Sanchez. Honestly, it kind of sounds like uh, like the Cars Three. Kind of sounds like Jackson Storm. Like even though. Like, <laughs> I, I imagine yes. I imagine Nick Sanchez is a is a much nicer guy than Jackson Storm, but the name is just like just has that bravado with it. So, nonetheless, that's our that's our news for this week, and we have uh, one more scuffed up segment to get to. We've got one more debate. Logan, Zach, you guys are tied. Peyton, if you want to bring up our our scoreboard here. Uh, that's right. Three and three. This is the game seven moment. And for a game seven moment like this, uh, I had to bring in some help. So Dan and Mike, you guys are going to help me. We're going to have kind of a, uh, a three judge panel here to determine who's going to win this debate. Um, I hope you gentlemen are ready for this. Joey Logano is now a two time champion in the NASCAR cup series. My debate for you guys is will Joey Logano get a third NASCAR Cup Series championship? That's that's my debate question for you for both of you. Uh Dan, Mike, and myself. Uh we will we will hop off uh of the of the screen here and let you guys have at it. Uh yes, Logan, are you uh, are you raising your hand? For I, I need a clarification here from the committee. Uh, are we assuming that the when we have this argument, this debate, that this system will stay the same way it currently is under this current format? I mean, I don't see it changing uh, anytime soon, but not significantly. Yeah, I, I so we'll we'll go with the uh, with the playoff format still. And so, of course, Ryan <laughs> Ryan's got his opinion. Of course, he gets the three. Uh, so uh, we'll hop off uh, of the screen here, and that, that is my argument to, to, for both of you to debate. Will Logano win a third championship at the Cup Series level? Zach, you won our debate last week. Uh, no, sorry, Logan won our, Logan won. won our debate last week, uh, thanks to Taylor. So, Logan, I will let you have the floor first. And uh, I guess, Peyton, it's, uh, I almost over, overshadowed your, your job here. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get scuffed up. I got to get that in at least one more time this year. So, uh, 
So yeah, we'll go ahead and, and pull ourselves off the screen and you guys can have at it. Logan, we will start with you. I love that she continued to put Ryan's comment there as it's time for us to get started. All right. <clears throat> now that's more like it. That, well, I'm just used to this intimate time with you, Zach. <laughs> All right. Uh, will Joey Logano get a third championship? I'm going to say, assuming we're under this current format and no major changes take place. Absolutely, 100%. No, he will not get a third championship and allow me to tell you why. Yes, I know he had domination in the desert last week. I know. Yes, he did bring it. He had 22 and 22. We'll own that. But let's be honest here. This system is not built for multi-time champions. This system isn't built for that. As long as we have game seven moments, the likelihood that you keep coming up clutch is not very. Look, there's plenty of games that Tom Brady loses in the fourth quarter. We might focus on what he wins, but plenty of games come up short. So often we talk about how clutch Michael Jordan was, right? Well, he missed more game-winning shots than he made. As long as it's a game-winning moment, as long as it's game seven, it's very unlikely that you continue to have multi-time champions because it just comes down to the one race. Look at look at you want to talk stats, and, and, and Mr. Daphner, I know that you love stats. Chase Elliott should be your champion by every stat and metric. Here's the truth of it. He isn't. That didn't go his way. And and I, I see your comment, Ryan. Here's my rebuttal to that. And here, let me bring it home for you. Under what NASCAR wants, they don't want multi-time champions because this is the most even the field has ever been. You don't think they're not going to try to look at a way to make Phoenix a little bit more competitive if we're going to stay there? Because they hear all this this quote-unquote criticism. Look, the way it is, NASCAR just doesn't want multi-time champions nowadays. Are they okay with it? Yes. But the system, all they want is more competition, more competitive, more, more, more Game 7 moments. And now we are literally evening the field with this car. He had his day. He had his race. Uh, every every dog has his day in his race. And let's not forget he's 32 on top of that. And I know that's not that old. But we're suddenly see we're, we're suddenly seeing uh you know Kyle Bush maybe kind of decline question mark question mark it just unfortunately when your time is up your time is up <clears throat> it, so it, it the way it is this system does not breed multi-time champions yes he's won it twice in this format do you know how hard it'll be in a third time under this current car if we're staying with this car we're we're rubber banding the field I don't, sorry, final four appearances, yes, but I don't think there's a chance, a snowball's chance on a hot day in Hades that anyone's get a third championship out of this format. Not not Joey Logano, uh, not Kyle Busch, not Chase Elliott, not Kyle Larson. This system is not built for it. It's built for I got this one race right at what is currently Phoenix. I don't see it. Zach will get the floor to you. Logan. Logan, Logan, you left the door wide open for me here. Here's the thing about the championship for you are right. It is completely random in that, you know, every time you go to this championship race, the guy, you know, it, it's kind of a roulette wheel and whoever hits the nail on the head at that one particular time is going to be the champion. Correct. You know, a broken clock strikes, you know, is right once or whatever, twice. Right. Anyways. 
Joey Logano has made five every other even-numbered year championship, four. So 2014, 16, 18, he was the champion. 20 and 22, of course, this year he's the champion. I think the simple numbers say that he's going to continue to make championship four appearances, and I will hedge my bet that if you make the championship four, you will therefore have a championship eventually go your way again. How's it with Denny Hamlin? Logano's made more than Denny Hamlin. Logan, he's had more shots at it. You can throw the Denny Hamlin argument back in my face, but once you're you you pointed out it's one race at one track, so Logano has clearly mastered it seems like Phoenix in this car, and as long as the championship remains there or at Homestead, he's very good at both. I see no reason to sit here and say that Logano could not get another one. In fact, I think it's quite likely. A podcast I used to listen to was called Motorsports Analytics. Daph, listen to this. A driver's statistical peak does not start until their age 39 season. That is a driver's most productive year in their career. Denny Hamlin, his 2020 season was his age 39 season, the best year of his career. Kevin Harvick was 41 or 42 when he had his 2020 season, and I understand he didn't win the championship, you know, and you can say there's circumstances around it, but I, Logano has so much, so much left to go in his career. He got such an early start at 18, and he was able to really develop and hone in. Thank you, Ryan. I try to be intelligent, but thank you, Ryan. Uh, when the hell is going to be, Ryan? I'll bet you never have. All right, never mind. Anyways. But I, I just take the sheer numbers. He's got, he's in top equipment. I don't think he's ever leaving Team Penske. He's going to be Penske for the rest of his career, most likely. Um, they just signed an extension. He's going to have so many more shots. And, and as this youth movement continues to um, turn over in the series, right? As as his fellow veterans, if you want to call them that, you know, contenders go away. Martin Truex, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch. Brad Keselowski, I mean, if he ever sniffed another playoff berth. As these guys continue to go away, obviously other names will rise to the top. But Lagana will be able to have competed against and outrun all of them. Um, there will become a day in this series where, where Logano is unquestionably, in my opinion, the most consistent best driver in NASCAR at one point. It may not last for an extended period of time. It may last one season. It may last two but there's going to be a time when this sport is truly, in my opinion, dominated by Logano. This car brought so much parity into a season because of a couple of different reasons. We had supply chain issues at the beginning of the year, Logan. We've had limited amount of practice and qualifying almost everywhere we went. As we continue to get further along in this car, the big teams will continue to get better and separate themselves more and more. Next year, we'll not have the same parity that 2022 had. That's what will make this season special. I, I end my case on Logano will have more shots at it, and as long as he continues to have shots, he will make them. The reason why Tom Brady has so many has so many championships is because he consistently got to the Super Bowl. The reason why MJ made so many clutch buckets in the finals and in the playoffs is because he consistently got there. Don't you don't have to look at how many times they miss. As long as you give yourself a chance and a fighting chance and a shot in the championship four, you will always, always have a chance at the championship. Look, 
I hear you, but I want to know: Does your analytical stat account for the fact of this parity in the car? And I want to I want to state this: I agree, we won't see the same amount of parity, but I think the days of seeing somebody just dominate the season are also done. I think that the the definition of dominating a season is relative. I would argue that Chase Elliott did dominate the season, and so did Joey Logano. Logano won five times if you include the the clash at LA, four points bang races. You know, I mean, Elliott won five, Logano won four. You had Bell and um, and Larson win three, Reddick won three, and then you have two and a lot of one time winners, a lot of one time winners and two time winners. I don't think we see the 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 non-playoff drivers having the success that they did this year, for example. I think we're going to see a lot more parity at the bottom half of the playoff grid, but the top teams and the top drivers will remain at the top of the series. And they will continue to win multiple races. And quite frankly, you know, if there's any proof this weekend, Logano won this race. Yeah. That's a valid question, Ryan, but I'll, I'll let Logan answer after I say this. Mm-hmm. Logano and, and Penske proved that he technically did not have to win this race. Those two, him and Blaney, were late leaps and bounds ahead of, of whoever the third best car was, whether you think that's Chastain or Chase Briscoe. I thought Christopher Bell had something to say for it about one second, one a minute or two there. But nevertheless... There's probably going to be coming a time where we don't have you don't have to win this championship race in the Cup Series to be the champion, um, and, and I truly think that Logano will give himself so, enough shots, and, and he's clutch enough and good enough to make it. Logan, you have gone on and talked about how clutch Joey Logano is. He is arguably a top three most clutch driver in this series. No, I can I can I can definitely uh, see that argument. Yes. So then I would argue that if you're giving me a top three guy in a field of 36, maybe he doesn't get there every year, but if he's getting there every other year, he's going to make it. Well, let me let me bring – are you finished? Can I give a rebuttal and then we'll wrap it up? Yes, I will let you walk with your closing argument. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let me say this to Ryan. I saw his comment. Did, do I think that Chase Elliott's going to win another championship? I don't think he wins any more than two. Uh, I think maybe one more. Not on this format – it's not built for major multi-champions. Now back to you, Zach. Uh, you talked about how the big teams are going to to they're going to be better next year and have more on this car. You're right. And you know who a big team is? Hendra Motorsports. You think do you, and plus you talked about the peak of drivers at, at 39. All right, let's 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 throw out on rubber banding and all that. Do you think William Byron has hit his peak? I don't. Do you think Alex Bowman has really hit his peak? I don't. I would argue that maybe even Chase Elliott hasn't hit his peak. Kyle Larson's probably about there. Uh, that's that's and let's let's not forget let's not forget Joey Logano's own team. I don't think Ryan Blaney's had his best season. I think Ryan. I think there's a great chance that at some point, not too far from now, give it another year or two, Ryan Blaney is the best driver at Penske. As as an active driver goes, I don't think he's hit his peak one bit. You know we, you know, uh, Joe Gibbs. You know, hey, they're they're still going to be relevant and around. You know, maybe Denny Hamlin gets that championship. Maybe Martin Truex gets another championship. We assume that Ty Gibbs is going to go to the eighteen, and I think we're just starting to scratch the surface with what Christopher Bell can do. Talk about clutch. That's. 
that is a lot of the field that I think is going to get better. You know who I don't think is going to get any better? Joy Logano. And I think, and I'm not saying he's going to decline, but I think he's hit that moment. You know, we're not, this car, this era is not built for, you know, he's got 31 wins now, right? I mean, does he, I mean, does he crack 45? I doubt it. I doubt it. In today's world, it just doesn't feel like it. Uh, again, the domination is over. And so, to me, let's let's just not forget that these young guys, because we're in a young era of NASCAR, are only going to get better. We see the improvements that Petty GMS is making. Trackhouse is on the fast track to being a championship organization. And, yeah, so, yeah, I think the big guys are definitely going to have an edge. But you – Everyone else is playing catch-up ball, and I think Joey Logano, and this isn't a knock to Joey Logano or Team Penske, it's just, it's a young man's game, and it, it can quickly slip away from you. Again, we have quickly seen what appears to be, I keep saying appears to be because it's hard to, to say for sure, but it appears that Kyle Busch's best days are behind him. He has one win this season. One, and it was a lucky fluke at Bristol Dirt. It's amazing how quickly things can change, and nobody thought we'd be there at this point. People were calling Kevin Harvick washed up, and then he gets back-to-back. It can change so quickly. Joey Logano is going to have great seasons, but this format, this car, this era, the hopes and dreams of the sport is not built for the kind of domination that is going to call for three championships. Because let's be honest, the last time we had a driver get anywhere close to that, they changed the format for it. They don't want it, so I just don't see it. With that, I think uh, we gotta we gotta we gotta let the judges come on in. Do we, get, do we are we gonna play that American Idol? Who's Paula Abdul out of the three, Zach? Dan. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Dan is fabulous. No, I I agree. Daff uh, is one hundred percent Simon Cowell. Agreed. And. Uh, Justin by default is Randy Jackson. But Randy that, Jackson, that feels... Justin Seeger, yes, sir. What's up, dog? That's a that's a no from me, dog. Randy Jackson is one hundred ten percent listening I'll, to the show. <laughs> I'll let you guys figure out in a little bit who I'm saying that to. Uh, well, uh, we listened to your debate. I'm not hating, Ryan. I, I just don't I, do it for anybody. I certainly know what I certainly know what Ryan thinks uh, about the debate. Uh, we should let him decide the winner. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Ryan, do you have there access a, to a webcam in five there, minutes of quiet? There might be a there might be a little bit of a bias on that one. Uh, a little bit, uh, just a little bit. Mike, I heard both. Uh, both parties in this argument uh, mention you and mention the stats. So I feel like both of them really want your vote. Uh, so that's why I'm going to let you go first here. I'm going to let you give your thoughts and, and tell us who you think uh, is uh, your pick to win this debate. All right. So I heard good arguments from both sides. I was actually kind of shocked. Both of them decided to play to me in the stats. Um, I did find the exact study that Zach was talking about. And this was Joey Logano's 32-year-old season. According to the graph from the aging curve, we should have actually seen a, a downtick 
in Joey Logano's output this season. And we didn't. So, it, it's kind of rough. Now, this, this is where I have to say as far as I've seen from the stats. Joey Logano has competed full-time in the NASCAR Cup Series in 14 seasons. And in 14 seasons, he's won two championships. It's an average of a championship every seven years. You go seven years ahead, you get to his 39-year-old season. <laughs> Peyton so, throwing in some death. <laughs> so, I honestly, as much as it shocks me because I was uh, completely thinking this was going to go the other way, mm-hmm. I got to give it to Zach. Oh my, you ridiculous. When, <laughs> look, the fact All right, that, never mind. that lines up perfectly that he's winning a championship every seven seasons and statistically a NASCAR driver's most competitive season is 39 and seven years from now he'll be 39. <laughs> it's right. kind of hard to go against it. All right, that's that's one vote for for Zach Logan. I'm you got to Logan. I had to <laughs> Logan. You gotta you gotta win. Dan and I both over. Dan, I'm gonna give it to you next. Uh, do you I'm agree a, with? I, do you I'm give a it so to... screwed. I'm a so screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off, Logan, you had me, but then I pulled my own stats, and in the past five years. Logano's won it twice. Logano started racing in the Cup Series at the age of 18. He's now 32. The first few years, whenever he was working with JGR, didn't really have good seasons. When he went to Penske, that's when everything changed. He hasn't been outside of the top 10 in points, except for one season, which was 2017, since joining the team. His average finish, as far as races, has just barely been outside the top 10. And that ranks within the top five of pretty much every driver during those seasons. He did take a slight fall over the past three seasons in finishing position. But he did increase... Or sorry, he did he did improve with DNQs as well. Um, so I personally, looking at the stats, think one he's thirty two. He's still got plenty of plenty of years to get it, get back in top four. He's won three races at Vegas, and as long as Vegas stays in that round of eight, I I, I think he's going to have a shot at winning it. As far as winning that race specifically. And as we saw this weekend, he, he he's great at Phoenix. So if the schedule stays the same, and he still consistently runs the way he's on track to run until that magical age of 39, like, like Zach said, he very well has a chance. Do I think he will? Do I think one side's argument's better than the other? Believe it or not, I got to go with Logan. This, this is not meant for repeat winners. This is not meant for repeat champions. NASCAR <laughs> wants a new person. They want new faces. They don't want 
us old guys, the 30-year-olds, winning the championship. I don't see it happening. Devil, you going to get a black eye today. Yes, sir. Talk, talk about the swerve out of left field right there. I was I, I was, I was, preparing my speech for, for my vote to not even matter. And, and here we go. I mean, uh, uh, so. I just, can I add one more stat real quick? Uh, yeah, go ahead. He the greatest friend I've ever done. First off, I, I saw the DAF stats graph. I don't think we have a Dan stats graphic. I was not expecting <laughs> that. Yeah, that was, uh, that, that but, was pretty impressive. But Joey Logano, out of drivers at Phoenix, if the championship race stays there, which we don't have any indication currently that it's going to be changing all as much as some of us wish it would, um, Joey Logano actually has the seventh best average finish out of active drivers at that track. The you have Harvick one, Hamlin two, Kabush three, Elliot four, Larson five, Blaney sixth, and Logano seventh. So that's a lot of drivers that if the race keeps staying at Phoenix that are ahead of him that are very likely to be in the championship for. Daph, yeah. I would argue that Logano's stats are a little bit taint. Through a tumultuous JGR era. Okay. Secondly, I would like to argue that we are well within the next few years of, of the end of the careers of one Dennis Hamlin, as much as it'll tear me up, and Kevin Harvick. So there's two guys off the list. And if we're going to sit here and buy into Logan's argument of, you know, multiple different, you know, people making this championship race, then while you can say that Logano may not always be there, who is to say that Chase Elliott will be there every year or Kyle Larson or Ryan, Ryan Blaney's never gotten there. So I would personally bet on the guys I've seen get there at least. So, I mean, I understand your stats and they are definitely valid. Numbers do not lie, of course, but, you know, add some context to the numbers. The, uh, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta say, uh, I, I wasn't expecting this. I, I saw Mama Seeger's comment uh, of I, <laughs> I was going to be the tiebreaker. I wasn't expecting that. Dan hit me at a had a hit me at a left field there. Um, nonetheless, I, I don't. I, I definitely. I've got my opinion. Justin, I, I got Justin. I have a question for you. Give your uh, okay. What, what's that? Do you love me? <laughs> I do, do love you. I do, do love you. Do you want me to go into an off season? A I off season. Be down four to three. I mean, you think I, about it. I, I have to live with that. You know my anxiety. You know my <laughs> mental health struggles. How could you do that to me? Look, uh, when I put you two in the in this uh, in this scenario, I what have to not? take I have to take my personal feelings out of this because I love both of you equally. Uh, I've I've had many uh, <laughs> I've had many wonderful debates with you, Logan, and, and I've had many wonderful debates with with Zach. Um, so I, I've got to, uh, I've got to look at, at my personal, personal feelings about the, about the scenario and, and listening to the, to the argument itself. Uh, right. <laughs> if Logan wins, we riot. Uh, That's right, Ryan. 
We get the pitchforks, um, and anybody else that agrees with Ryan and I, we get the pitchforks. I agree. Don't I agree. With, Justin, don't be peer pressured. Don't do it. Don't be peer pressured. I agree with Logan in the fact that I don't believe that this format was made for multi-time champions. Uh, I think NASCAR wants the parody. I think they, you know, I, I think that they want these new champions to come in. I think they want Christopher Bell to win a championship. They want uh, Ross Chastain, Ryan Blaney. They want these drivers to get up and, and get these championships. But I'm Joey sorry, Logano I'm is just laughing at Logan giving you the puppy dog eyes. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Logan. Joey Logano. <laughs> Joey Logano is 32 years old. If he were to don't say it. If he were to race till he was 42 years old, if he were to race till he was 42 years old, that's at least 10 more seasons. You're telling me to say that Joey Logano doesn't win another championship in 10 years? I can't do it. Joey Logano is going to get a third championship before this is all said and done with. And I, I think it's, I mean, and, and you're saying that Joey Logano, you don't see him getting any better? everybody's going to get better. That's just the way it goes. I mean, the more experience you have doing something, the better you're going to get at it. It doesn't matter how good you already are. I mean, I, I think, and for him to only be 32 years old, I've got to side with Zach on this one. Joey Logano is going to get a third championship before this right. is all said and done with. I, I do I do want to point out one, one factor in Zach's statistic, though. 30 years ago, you didn't have drivers 18, 19, 20, 22 years old driving in the top series. So the results of that are kind of skewed a little bit because back in the day, 80s, 70s, the drivers had to be like 25, 30 before they even started racing as far as having results to, to register. That so data results on, are a little skewed. On, on Zach's stats, that data is only from 2002 to 2019. And here's the thing, okay? I understand, but I understand that you know Logan's saying drive. You know, drivers are retiring earlier, but they're also starting earlier. I mean, here's the thing: Does anybody expect Logano? Let's just say he retires at forty, okay? Let's just say him and him and Brittany have two more wonderful children to match each of his championships, and he's a four-time champion. Thank you, Brian. I, kudos to you and Joey Logano. Well, I, I would have to I would have to disagree with you on that, Peyton. I mean, uh, you know, the only seasons that Jimmy Johnson didn't quote get better would be his last three, maybe four yeah. if you count twenty seventeen. I mean, you know, it's real easy to taint his career on that, but he's a seven time champion and he pretty well stayed just as dominant as he always was throughout that. Um, the only thing that hurt Jimmy Johnson was in fact the elimination style playoff format. And I and to Logan's point, it is designed for that. I, I agree that the elimination style playoff format and the one race winner take all does is made for to have less multi-time champions. Jimmy I think John, oh sorry. No, you're fine. Uh I think Joey Logano is the type of driver to overcome that though i think there's a handful of drivers out there that currently could do that i think kyle bush and joey logano they already have with two championships um 
I think Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson are on a short list of, of guys that could break that barrier. Uh, I think Martin Truex Jr. I think even Denny Hamlin, Denny Hamlin doesn't even have one, but I think he could get, I think he could get multiple if, you know, just because they are that caliber of driver. Uh, and I think the, the truly elite caliber drivers are going to break that barrier and they are going to win multiple championships. Is it going to be seven? No. You know, are we going to see another seven time champion if we keep the playoff era? No. Could we see a three or even potentially a four time champion? Yes, I think we can. And I think if anybody, I would put my money on someone like Joey Logano. He is the perfect guy to win three or four of these. He entered his career at the right time. He elevated himself to a championship caliber driver with NASCAR, changed the format. And before Ross Chastain was riding walls, wrecking everybody and their mother and their brother, Joey Logano was the OG playoff, do anything to get through. Justin knows it. I don't want to break his heart, but just yeah. Justin knows it. All right, am I right, Justin? He won the damn war. That's right. He won the race and the war. Okay, he won the race, the battle, and the war. So, you know, we can all kudos Chastain for ripping the wall and you know mushing up his melon or whatever you know you want to call what he did, whatever you want to name the hell melon, whatever he calls it. Okay, but there was a guy who did it before. And it's one sliced bread, Joseph Logano. You know, and it, it's weird that I'm defending Joe Logano. I am by no means a fan of his, but he is like the perfect person to sit here and win three or four of these. And I think NASCAR's okay with it. You know, they he just came in at the right time with the right organization and the right amount of talent. Logan is right. I, I'm sure we will see multiple one and two time champions, and that's great for the sport. Diversity in champions is, is is a good thing in my opinion, but Logano, like I said, he some guys just break the rules you make, you know, or, or change, you know, just change your expectations. That's that's fair. Well, it was uh, I, Logan. I hate it. I hated to give it to Zach, but I I had to. No, you um, didn't. No, 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 you, you didn't. didn't have to. No, that's <laughs> pro- you didn't have to. You made that choice, and that's okay. I I, I did because you you didn't convince me well enough to to join your side there. But no, I, I want to point out. Hey, you should just be just be happy that that you uh you got Dan on your side. That was uh that was yeah a win. that. I find it funny that the two people I expected to vote for Logan were the two people that end up voting for Zach and the one I expected <laughs> to vote for Zach voted for Logan. Yeah. But on a quick note on what Peyton said, Jimmy Johnson's 2000 or his 39 age season, he did end up winning five races. He didn't win the championship, but he ended up winning five races at age 39. Absolutely. It was a good debate. I, I was it very uh, much was. I enjoyed it. Uh it's probably because Logan's wearing that Eric Jones jersey. That's what <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> we did have a have another segment uh set, but we are running a little over on time. So we're going to uh we're gonna save that for maybe our social channels uh uh later in the uh in the year uh for some off season content. Uh, with that being said, Peyton, why don't you uh, you come back up uh, 
why don't you come back up here and we will get everyone's closing thoughts. Uh, it has. Are, are Ryan and Summer a member of the Zach Bell fan club? If so, where is my, where, where's the business cards? I, I want to know. That's right. <laughs> you guys can pop in the DMs. I will give you all a wonderful, wonderful gift with more Joseph Logano championships. I'll trade you one Denny Hamlin for two Joey Loganos. We come <laughs> meet in the middle. That's not a fair trade. My heart. You know, that I'm is too a fair trade. But nonetheless, it, it's been a, uh, despite our, our debates, whether you love the way they go or whether you don't, uh, it's been a wonderful season. Uh, we've been able to cover the last, uh, the last 10 weeks of the playoffs of the 2022 season. And uh, I want to get some closing remarks uh, from all of you guys before we uh, before we close out here. Mike, I'll start with you. Our Daft stats. What's uh, your closing thoughts here? Just great season, great first uh, first season of running on scuffs. Looking forward to the future. Absolutely, Dan Foster. What say you? You've got a, a little foreshadowing here. Dan's going to have the fantasy show coming up on running on scuffs in 2023 so be on the lookout for that uh dan you have any closing thoughts uh no i want to kind of follow along with mike there you know it's been it's been a great season um really excited to kind of get this project up off the ground and running um looking forward to 2023 and the new things we have coming um and congratulations to ty gibbs joey logano and zane smith and their teams um on their championship and can't wait to see what 2023 brings in NASCAR and in running on scuffs, guys. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Power couple, Peyton and Logan, what say you guys for uh, for final closing mm-hmm. remarks? Peyton, we appreciate everything you've done behind the scenes uh, here. What what are your final thoughts? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first, Logan? <laughs> uh, sure. I don't care. Uh, you look beautiful when you smile. That's for sure. Uh, Ryan, uh, look, I, I stopped participating like 10 weeks ago. So, but we'll get you next year. You no good dirty rotten pig stealing great grandfather. Anywho, that's a nice holes reference. It's great to be on running on scuffs. And I love, I love this show and I love each and every one of you. And it's been a wonderful season. Uh, look, I didn't think I could have so much fun doing a, a NASCAR related podcast and media venture. And that that's not a knock towards anybody. That's just how much fun I'm having. So it has been absolutely wonderful. Uh, Justin, I do want to personally thank you for giving me the opportunity. And I want to thank the rest of you for believing in me enough to let me be a part of this team. Uh, because obviously uh, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a different cat so I, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Zach, you've been a wonderful sparring partner all season, and whether it's win, lose, or draw, it's it's been a nice, clean, fair, and, and a lot of fun. And uh, just thank each and every one of you. And and Dan, I'm glad you came home. Nice to have the prodigal son right here with me. Just just beautiful. Uh, Justin, I'm a little disappointed and ashamed of you, but that's all right. You've had a tough season with Martin Truex, so we're going to let you have that. And hopefully 2023, after a nice holiday season, We'll bring you back to normal. I uh, can't believe it. Uh, frankly, I think we ought to start letting Peter uh, vote on these if, if it's going to be this this biased against me. No. The most biased no. against you was the one who voted for you. Uh, look, I, I, 
I'm not look, it was great that you were fair, and then all of a sudden Justin got peer pressured. Uh, it's really a shame <laughs> by, by Ryan. And I mean, it's really, it's really, and we've all had our weak moments. I'm not that upset at you, uh, Justin. You'll forgive it. You'll, you'll apologize soon. Uh, and you'll all see. Talk to me in seven years. Enjoy Logano still won't have won a championship. And uh, can you imagine that Peyton decides to spend her life with this? But with that, in all seriousness, I love each and every one of you. I'm thankful to be a part of this. And while I am looking forward to a break, I can't wait to produce some off-season content, and I'm already looking forward to the clash. Uh, it's been a wonderful season, and I'm so thankful for this opportunity. And thank you to everyone that has tuned in for a second or weekly or whatever. Uh, it means the world to us. We mean that so sincerely. Without you, uh, there's no purpose in this. So everyone that has supported this venture on any social media platform in any way, thank you from the bottom of my heart sincerely. I'll see you later. Peyton, you want to piggyback off of that? Um, I just want to. This is excitement. <laughs> thank you, guys, and um, that's kind of it. <laughs> Fair enough, uh, uh, Zach. You've got uh, what are your closing remarks here for the for the finality of the season? And of course, you've got to, at some point throughout that, you got to hit us with one more signature sign off. Yes, there's a lot to think. Um, I want to start with my my fan club, Summer, Ryan, Daff, and Justin, uh, Mama Seeger. If you agreed with me as well, I know you're very active in the comments. We appreciate all of your support through the debates I have campaigned and champion for each of you and also possibly not champion to your, for your opinions. That is completely okay. You know, this is not good versus evil. This is simply Zach versus Logan. Um, to my fellow running on scuff teammates. Um, thank you to all of you. I appreciate that you guys give me the platform and, and trust me to be a face of the show and the brand as that I share with Justin and Logan and Peyton weekly. And all of us are of course faces of the brand. Uh, Justin, I, I appreciate your faith in me. I know we have had a vision for a long time, a couple of years about what we could do, um, and it started somewhere else. But I want to shout out our Reddit Racing League, where truly it all all started. Um, you know, without that league and without you know some simple time on the internet, none of this would have happened from the start of it all. And um, you know, Justin and uh, really hit the job, hit the nail on the head with the Gibbs family. But um, as a fan of Denny Hamlin, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about how much you know Coy and JD obviously losing both of them um, meant to Denny Hamlin and, and meant to me as a fan of his. You know, those were two people who absolutely believed in him and, and believed in his career from the start. So my my prayers and my th thoughts. Oh, thank you, Mama Seeger. My thoughts and prayers are with. The Gibbs family, the Joe Gibbs Racing Team, Toyota Racing family, of course, as well, both past and current. Anybody that's been uh, blessed by the work of Coy Gibbs, whether it be uh, you know on or off the track, or, or simply a fan of one of their drivers, even uh, it ties to all of us. And uh, hitting a little home, a little closer to home this week, of course, I want to thank my parents for their support and you know the time, the dedication put forth. One. Absolutely long NASCAR season, you know, loving me and 
supporting all of us through it all. And uh, of course, my raging NASCAR addiction, which shall be tamed for a few months, uh, filled with other things like football and, and family and things like that. But it'll come back better than ever next year with one hell of a season by one Dennis Hamlin. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I appreciate everyone's sentiments. Uh, I'm so proud to have all of you guys uh, on board with this team. Uh, Zach, I, I appreciate you mentioning the Reddit League. Um, for you guys who don't know, uh, none of this would have happened had uh, – you know, had Zachary Bell not posted a uh, a post on Reddit for a for a PlayStation League, and and I had not responded uh, to it, so you know, through a through a strange snowball of events, um, you know, Zach and I were able to do that, and and we got to know each other, we got to meet a few people along the way, and by golly, if they didn't stick around and and join us on this venture, so. I appreciate everybody on this team. I know I've told you guys personally, um, but again, I just want to publicly thank each of you for taking a chance on this. And uh, I want to take a moment to thank everybody watching, everybody who has watched throughout the throughout the season. Um, this is just the beginning. We are getting. Uh, we're going to to do things that are bigger and better every single week, and. Uh, looking forward to a great off season to plan for 2023. We're not totally going away. We've got some off season content planned. Uh, you guys will be uh, seeing some of that very, very soon. Uh, so we're not totally going away. Uh, but I would like to wish each and every one of you a very happy Thanksgiving, a Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And I know that each of us are already ready for uh, 2023 and see where that brings us. So uh, without uh, further ado, we will see you guys on the next episode and we will see you in 2023.